there. Today is all about staying true to your voice. Now, the path to thought leadership is unique to you. And you'll hear me say that over and over again. It's not a blueprint. It's not a straight line. Adding a wrench into all of that is trends in culture and the zeitgeist, which you may or may not agree with. And it can be challenging to stay true to your voice amidst those trends. So that's what we're exploring today. Now, I do have to say this feels like a season of shifts for me specifically. And maybe it's just because my son's sports seasons are almost over and I can see a bit more spaciousness coming into my calendar on the horizon just around the corner, hopefully sooner than later. But the holidays are coming, which I'm also always really excited for. And there's also a lot of things that I've been working on in semi-conventional that are coming into action. And that feels really great too. I've got new offers that will be posted on semiconventional.com by the time you're listening to this. And I also have a really exciting announcement. The website has been relaunched with a brand new design on a new platform and everything. So it looks fantastic. It works really well. And I can't wait for you to check it out specifically because my fabulous web designer, Aubrey of Artisan Kind, was able to really capture the essence of my personal brand and how it relates to my clients, some of whom are listening to this right now. If you're someone who really appreciates great design and how that can help you tell your story and connect with your clients, check out Aubrey, check out Artisan Kind. And if you're someone that is a semi-DIY kind of person, she also has really amazing website templates. And because she did such a great job on my site, we're offering a 20% discount on her website templates. So visit artisankind.com and you can shop her products and use the code APRIL to get 20% off. And full disclosure, that is an affiliate link. So it's a win-win for everybody. You get a great design template and it's all gonna be phenomenal. I can't wait to see how you use these. So check out her templates. They're really gorgeous and they will really help your brand come to life. So artisankind.com, use the code APRIL. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and Thought Leadership Consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. Authenticity has become such a buzzword, and I've mentioned this before, I will keep saying it, but I continue to use it because it really speaks to one of my core values, and I believe that when someone is fully themselves, whether I vibe with them or not, I can 
always appreciate their perspective. Yet when we all live in a world where clickbait and trends are the news of the day, I mean, if you just look at the news that pops up on your phone, especially Apple News on an iPhone, things like that, it can feel like a real challenge to stay true to your voice and stay consistent in your message when there's some hot take and um, all that sort of new stuff that you're trying to compete with. I mean, how many times have we been told that, you know, eggs are good for you or they're bad for you because of cholesterol, but they have protein. I mean, it goes back and forth all the time on all these different perspectives and just what's the hot take of the moment. So that's all the things that we're talking about today is how to stay true to your voice in a world of trends. And one of the biggest challenges with staying true to yourself is balancing adaptability with authenticity. Now, I know many of you have had careers in corporate jobs. And for me, the adaptability versus authenticity debate or challenge is so apparent in a corporate career. I think of situations where a certain executive likes things a certain way. And maybe that's, you know, an executive summary that you put together for them or the way you present or bring up ideas that, oh, well, you should do it this certain way because that's how they like to hear it. And sometimes that makes us lose our voice a little bit because we're adapting to something that maybe doesn't feel quite right to us. And for me, much earlier on in my career, probably the first, you know, six to eight years or so, I was very adaptable and I prided myself on being adaptable and able to fit into any situation. And while that is still somewhat true, because I do really think that that's an important skill is being able to adapt, I have also balanced that with my authenticity. So what does that look like in practice? You know, early on when I was working in corporate, it was more about, okay, I need to do whatever I can so that way this person will like me and I'll maybe get a raise or a promotion and really just trying to bend over backwards to be like the perfect corporate employee, right? And over time, that just really didn't sit well with me, especially after getting laid off. Uh, that was kind of a a wake up call to say, hey, you can do all the things the right way and stuff still doesn't work out how you think it's going to. So that really started my journey of being able to say, hey, how do I do this so that I feel good about what I'm doing and it feels right for me, no matter where I'm working, who I'm working for, anything like that. And the funny thing now is that I get comments all the time on performance reviews and from feedback from people that I've worked with about how I bring up great ideas and I'm always asking great questions and really, you know, it all comes down to using my voice in my corporate career. And part of it is over time, I have found companies that I enjoy working for because of their company culture and the way that I like to work fits with their company culture and how it all works together is great. And that helps me to be able to be authentic. And I've also worked in some other companies where 
I did not like the company culture. It did not fit with who I am and what I was becoming. And I still spoke up whenever I could. And maybe that means you're not doing it all the time, but you really start to get that sense of what it could be when you speak up. So if you've worked in a corporate career and feel like you've lost your voice a little bit and maybe been too adaptable, right? I think of like a mold of clay or silly putty or something like that. If you mold it into something, but then you start adapting it and maybe adding to it here or tweaking it there. And then it might just become something that is unrecognizable from where you even started. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes like in our case here, as we are trying to build our thought leadership, we need to have that authenticity. So if you feel like you've lost your voice along the way a little bit, or are really wanting to reconnect with your authentic voice or spoken image, or even just your authentic self, I want you to really think about your core message or your core ideas. And when new things come into play that make you feel like maybe you need to adapt, or maybe it's a trend, which we'll talk about in a minute, and you feel like you need to kind of change something, rather than changing everything that you're doing, you might consider integrating new ideas or practices into your existing ecosystem, your existing topics, your existing thoughts to make sure that they don't overshadow your core message. Now, again, you're probably thinking, well, what does that look like in practice? Let's take my work in semi-conventional as an example. So I teach people how to be a great speaker without slides or without relying on slides. And one of the things that comes up a lot is workshops on how to design great slides or how to put together a fantastic presentation, which usually means designing slides. And so rather than fighting against that grain, I'm working with it. So that means tailoring my message to say, hey, you can have slides if you like them, but I want to focus on your message first. So let's outline what you're talking about. Let's get all of your key details, your stories, your examples, all of that put together first. And then you can decide if you want some visuals on a slide. And I can point you in the right direction of some good resources to make sure they look great and aren't distracting from your spoken image. Now, earlier on in my career, I probably wouldn't have said that. I probably would have said, oh, I can make you slides too. And I actually did say that to my very first client. And that didn't go well. And we had to break up um, because I just couldn't bring myself to make a bunch of slides that I didn't believe in. And so that was part of me deciding between, you know, hey, do I want the client or do I want to stay authentic to what I truly believe in? Um, And with your spoken image, a lot of it is about integrating what you think is out there that people want with what your message is. That way they can hear your message and it's not just fighting against the grain all the time. And just like work-life balance, balancing adaptability and authenticity Sometimes the scales weigh heavier on one than the other, and it depends on the situation 
and where you're at in life and work and all sorts of things. So keep it in mind as a balance that isn't always 50-50. Now, I also mentioned trends. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the challenge between evolution versus trends. Now, there's a difference between evolving your spoken image over time and completely transforming it. Evolution is about growth and development in line with your authentic core, whereas transformation might indicate a little bit of losing your original voice to follow some of the trends. Now, again, an example in practicality would be something like a style evolution. Now, I was the kid that shopped at, you know, Forever 21 and Charlotte Roos. If you know what those stores are, I'm dating myself. That's fine. Uh, And what used to happen is you'd go into those stores, right? And I would shop around and whatever was there that was trendy, that's what I bought. And I guess that's what's in now. So I should buy it. And a few years ago, I hired a personal stylist who's focused on sustainability and longevity of clothing. And now I haven't bought many new things in the last couple of years. What I have bought is a couple of new items as I've learned more about what I really like and what I enjoy wearing and what suits my tastes and what I feel good in. That's evolved over time, right? It has morphed rather than transforming into a totally different person. And that's going to depend on who you are and what, again, feels right for you. Because for some people, they like to have, you know, six different characters of people in their closet. And hey, who do I want to be today? Do I want to be, you know, dark and edgy? Or do I want to be, you know, slick and corporate professional? It just depends on what feels right for you. So how that relates to your spoken image is that you can be whoever you want to be with your voice. But if it's not truly you, it might just be a trend. And this is where I give a lot of my clients advice on how to use their spoken image, because you'll hear all sorts of advice or theories or shoulds or you must do and all sorts of tips, tricks and hacks all geared at trying to make you a better speaker. But here's the thing. If that tip, trick or hack doesn't quite feel right for you, it's going to just be a trend and you're not going to keep doing it. So you're going to either default back to what you were doing before. Maybe you've heard, oh, I need to speak louder. All right, maybe you do. But maybe you're going to speak louder for like two weeks and then you start to default back to your previous volume. And so again, this is about balancing What's an evolution of how you can be better and more aligned with what you want to do versus just following a trend? So if someone tells you to do it on TikTok, it doesn't mean just go do it, right? Think about it. Maybe try it on. See how it feels. Does it feel right for you? And if so, start to integrate it. And that can evolve your spoken image over time. But if it's just a trend for trend's sake or to get more followers or things along those lines, then it's not sustainable. 
And if it's not sustainable, it's not going to be authentically you, which is the whole reason we're doing all of this to begin with, is to share your authentic message in your authentic voice. Now, I might sound like a broken record here because we've already talked about storytelling a bit on this podcast. That said, we're going to talk about it some more. And here's why. If you decide that you want to integrate trends into your spoken image and into the topics that you're talking about, because maybe it's relevant, storytelling helps as an authenticity anchor. Now, the power of storytelling we could talk about for days and days. Your personal stories ensure that your authentic voice shines through even when you're discussing trendy topics, because nobody has your experience and your stories and is going to tell the story in your voice. Even if someone else told your story, it wouldn't be the same. For example, a story that I was thinking about the other day, and I don't even remember why this came up, but riding my bike outside as a kid was something I did all the time. We had a really big backyard Um, especially for, you know, Southern California, greater Los Angeles area, we had a very, very big backyard. So we didn't go ride our bikes on the street. We would ride our bikes in the backyard because we had that kind of space. And we would ride our bikes, my sister and I, out on our driveway when I was little. I still remember my purple bike that had like rainbow stripes on it and some stars. And one day I was out there by myself on the driveway in the backyard, totally safe, all things were good. And I remember feeling an earthquake and looking at the driveway and seeing the driveway rumble up and down, like as if it was ripples in a pond of water. And so I remember the concrete on the driveway rippling around like that. And it was just an insane thing to see. I almost didn't believe it when I was a kid. I thought I was imagining it or seeing things. But then the other day, the story of that came up again for me. And somebody mentioned how if you're outside during an earthquake, depending on the type of earthquake, again, here in California, depending on the type of earthquake, you might see the actual like earthquake moving through the ground. And that unlocked that memory for me. Now, the reason I'm using that story is because it's a really vivid example of being outside as a kid. And it's also a vivid example of why a lot of people don't want to live in California. My mom would definitely move out of California just for the earthquakes alone if we didn't all live here. Uh, But nobody else can tell your stories just like you, right? I'm the only person that has that story, that experience in that moment of time. Now, other people have similar stories and experiences, I'm sure, and their takeaways might be different from it. It just depends on what your background is, right? Everything that's happened in your life is part of your experience. So the way that you tell your stories and the types of stories you tell and the lessons that you take away from your stories are all part of your spoken image, and they help anchor your authenticity. So you might be able to use a story from way back when to talk about something that people think is trendy today, 
And maybe you already kind of learned that lesson a long time ago, but now it's coming back to light, especially, you know, if we're talking about feminist issues in the workplace, there's all sorts of things we can talk about from years ago that are still relevant today or are still happening today. So it might be a trendy topic today, but you can use what's true to you to talk about it. And it doesn't have to be something that happened last week, right? So that's where your stories and documenting your stories come in really, really handy. Now, as a little preview, I will be creating a resource very soon, and I'll tell you all about it as soon as it's ready. But I'm making a resource where it's a story prompt journal, and you'll be able to look at some of these prompts and hopefully unlock some of the stories that you have from your background, your experience, and be able to just jot them down so that way you can reference back to them in your content, whether that's online, whether that's in a webinar or a conference or any of the areas that you're using your spoken image, right? Having these stories is so critical. So jotting them down is definitely step one. And I'm making something for you right now. Until then, I definitely recommend that you take notes of some of your stories, especially when somebody brings up something and you're like, wow, I have not thought about that story in years. That's when you want to write down because it probably isn't going to be top of mind for any of your examples that you want to pull from when you're using your spoken image. Staying true to your voice amidst the trends is one of the most difficult things to do. We naturally want to talk about the hot topics and using the points from today you'll be able to talk about those hot topics using your authentic voice. So just remember to balance adaptability with authenticity. And in your day-to-day, as new topics come up and trends are running rampant, speak to those trends and bring it back to your core message. Don't just run with the trend and lose what your message is. And now you're talking about 80 million different things because that's how you get, you know, at the top of the Google search results. Always bring it back to your core message and that will help you with your authenticity. And as you're trying new things with your spoken image, keep top of mind the evolution of your spoken image versus trends. Trying on new things by using some tips, tricks, and hacks is great. And you want to be mindful that it's not changing your spoken image so much that it doesn't feel like you anymore. Let your spoken image evolve with you over time and develop into what feels right for you. And lastly, always use storytelling as an authenticity anchor. Remembering that nobody has your experience in the same way and will tell your stories the way that you do. If I went back and listened to today's episode, I think I've probably used four different stories or examples, and it doesn't have to be this big, long, drawn out thing, right? Tiny micro stories will help to anchor your authenticity, no matter what you're talking about, 
especially if it's a trend. Now, as always, if you like working with somebody to develop your spoken image and your thought leadership, go to semiconventional.com and check out the work with me page. There's now three really great options of ways that you can work directly with me one-on-one, whether that's creating your impactful introduction, your spoken image strategy, or taking your expertise and unique point of view to become the thought leader that you want to be. All of those options are there and I want you to go check them out. So semiconventional.com, and I can't wait to hear what you think of the new site. Until next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.